Welcome to your Future Therapist podcast. Empower yourself with this free podcast for personal growth and well-being. Future therapist and life coach Kelly Newsom and co-host Megan Lachowski share honest, real-life stories to help others navigate life's challenges. Hey, Megan. Hi, Kelly. So today we're going to talk about empathy and building your empathy muscle. Okay. Because it's definitely something that I think more people would find value if they knew how to connect with it better. Mm -hmm. Do you think everybody has the ability to have empathy? Definitely not. I think that there are, (laughs) I mean, in abnormal psychology, there are definitely people who don't have that. But um, I think that there are people who who don't understand um, really even like what's missing for how to be empathetic. I think that they, they under, they, they understand enough that like you're, you need to care about other people and you need to like try to, you know, walk a mile in their shoes or try to understand what people are going through, but they don't like, that's not like a natural process for their brain. They have to like really stop and be like, oh, wait, I am supposed to actually try to think differently. I don't, I don't know. I'm yeah. not trying to speak for other people and how they process things, but I do think that there are a lot of people who genuinely don't have a natural inclination to be truly empathetic towards others. Yeah. And it's so funny that you said walk a mile in someone's shoe, because I wrote down like, that's the old adage, right? Like to try and get people to think differently and to em- have empathy. But I just think that that's not always possible. I mean, even I struggle with that. And I do want to say there is a difference between like compassion and empathy. Right. And so the whole walk a mile in someone else's shoe is really trying to understand truly what they are going through, like, and especially from their perspective. And so as I started my own healing journey, one thing that I kind of thought about empathy is that I have to believe people when they say something or that they're struggling or suffering or that they're, you know, going through something, I I believe them. Like when people state their needs and how they're feeling, you have to believe them. And I, I think that that's like an important part of empathy. I don't know if that's uh, academically mm-hmm. what empathy, mm-hmm. how empathy is, but that's just mm-hmm. how I've come to connect with it. Mm-hmm. is rather because what happens or what used to happen to me is a lot of judgment because their experiences did not match mine. And therefore I, you know, discounted them. Um, But when you start to have empathy and actually, you know, begin to care and listen and believe people when they're telling you their truths, that's when you can start to learn different perspectives. Right. And I think it actually comes back to self-reflection a lot, Mm -hmm. Um, being able to uh, kind of go beyond your biases or your attitudes or understanding of the way things are in your life are not the way things are in other people's lives. Right. Right. Yeah. It's really, it is really hard to forget that everybody has a different brain mm-hmm. and um, you know, even, even for people who do have empathy, it can still be, or who, you know, naturally can feel empathetic towards others. It's still hard to remember that when we're talking with, um, you know, a friend or a parent or a spouse or somebody where, you know, you, you're like, how are you just, how were you thinking about that this way? Like, why would you react this way? And it's like, well, they have a totally different brain. And so it, it, 
you know, empathy goes all the way down into those types of, you know, situations where it's not even like a whole big conversation. It's just like everyday things and ways that people are responding to things are just not what you would do. And so it's really hard to be like, oh, that's just because that's how their brain is processing this. And it's just hard to remember that. Yeah, it's hard to take yourself out of the equation of how they're, you know, what they're communicating or going through. It's hard to, um, you really do have to remove yourself and what you know out of your experiences in order to care for somebody else, truly care the way that they need to be cared for, which I always also think about empathy for the person that needs empathy, right, from somebody else, it's it's really um, that they're being seen, right, and being heard, and and that's how I also think about it. Is am I am I really seeing this person, and am I um, acknowledging them, and am I you know creating this safe space for them to be able to share and be themselves wholly without any judgment coming from me. Um, yeah, I just, you know, it's not, it's also something if you're naturally, if you have empathy, sometimes you can also take on the feelings of other people pretty easily as well, you know? And so you just have to be careful, um, to not just take on everything, all the Mm -hmm. emotions that come your way. It's like, if you can feel the energy of someone else, you know, if they're in a sticky situation or negative, you know, whatever the the vibe is coming off of that person, I feel like there's, you know, the possibility of also taking on those feelings. So you do have to protect yourself and understand that 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 person's struggles aren't your own or your responsibility. But one thing right. that you could do to strengthen kind of the intimacy of a relationship is being open to hear and believe and let that be seen for what they're going through. Yeah. That's something that I definitely see with, you know, right away, there's like a couple names that come to mind, friends that I have and where they, they don't fully understand how to, or I should say it's difficult for them to separate themselves from what other people are experiencing. And I mean, it comes from a good place. It comes for the most part. Some people, I think that they kind of weaponize this and they use it in a manipulation type of way. But I think a lot of people, it comes from a good place of them wanting to care about others like so deeply that they bring all of those other problems onto their own shoulders. But um, you have to be able to not let what other people are going through determine what your value is and what your worth is and how you should act, how you should think about yourself and how stressed out you should be. You have to Um, it's just going to be miserable if you don't do that, basically. Kelly, you're muted. Darn it. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so I was just looking, just briefly researching for this topic and, um, you know, I think in real, like intimate relationships, like partner relationships. I think because like, I think of my own relationship with my husband and we're together so much that I think for him and I, a lot of things kind of merge together, you know, like emotions and and things like that. And I think it's really important because we're two totally different people. Right. 
And so it's important that you you still remain who you are intrinsically while supporting each other through emotional times or through situations or new learnings. And so it's really important to be able to empathize with your partners in good times as well as the not so great times. And so it's, uh, I think that's part of also allowing that intimacy to happen when you're there for both the good and the bad in a way that is open and uh, available and um, I guess for the relationship, then it's easier to continue that intimacy and become closer. Right. Yeah. No, I completely agree. Uh, We have such good ideas, Kelly. You do? We do. We do. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really curious how um, listeners, the difference between various listeners and how they feel about their relationship to empathy and how, you know, well versed they are in it or how well their brain processes empathy I'd be really curious because you know among many other things in the psychology world mental health world you know there's so many things that are getting talked about more and more and I think that this is another one of those things where people are maybe realizing that empathy Mm -hmm. is actually hard for them they maybe they felt like they were kind of confused about how other people had a really easy time understanding other people yeah, and they weren't able to understand others very well. And I I think that now things are kind of clicking for people and they're realizing that, Oh, maybe, maybe it's just difficult for me to be empathetic. And, and then maybe there are people who are, you know, on the, or I know that there are people who are on the opposite side where they are so empathetic and let that kind of take over Mm -hmm. um, their own thoughts and feelings. And so uh, I think that there's a very, very wide range just in, you know, our own little circles of friends that we have. So I'd be really curious if um, people wrote in and gave us their their feedback on how they feel. Yeah, I love that. I think that's a good idea. I also think, um, you know, depending like from a career standpoint, I'm sure, you know, like first responders and, you know, that there are, I wonder if there is a, are fields and careers that attract someone with, you know, higher empathy quotient or whatever that would be Mm -hmm. called, you know, whether or not they have um, the capacity for higher, you know, empathy towards others. But I also think like, I wonder um, also, because I, I just, did a quick search and it's like when empathy shuts switches off and then they talk and I this is really weird but they talk about dictators you know mm-hmm. about how you know uh decisions or implementations of of ways of living cuts off having empathy for other people and how how it you know laws and things affect um people and you know yeah. we, we are kind of going through that you know in different ways yes. And, uh, and I think part of that is because there's not a, a want to understand how other people are affected by, you know, especially women's rights and reproductive Mm. rights and things like that. Um, and we're seeing that all over the country and no matter how you feel about that particular subject, what it really boils down to is that 
the decisions that have to be made personally are that person's decisions mm-hmm. and ha- not being able to have those decisions. I mean, it just feels like the government has no empathy for the situations that women are going through right now. Yeah. Yeah. I would totally agree with that. It's yeah, it, it is really interesting. I think that there's, there's kind of a disconnect. It's like we, a lot of people think about empathy just in certain kind of like mental health type of terms, but don't mm-hmm. realize that empathy does have, um, uh, I don't know more, it has, it can have more behind that. And it's, and it might be, you might need to be empathetic with people that you disagree with. And I think that that's something that is difficult for people to do. Yeah. I think, you know, it goes both ways, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, it it does go both ways, but, um, I just think like in order to like, if you're looking to, well, I just also wonder, I'm sorry, I'm going to backtrack a little bit. Mm -hmm. So I wonder, you know, you mentioned early kind of about abnormal psychology, but this isn't as, uh, severe as, as abnormal psychology, but if you're somebody who just doesn't, want to look at the other side of the coin or, or, or really an understanding or educate themselves or listen to other people or talk to other people about the other side of however your views are, what would make a person want to, you know, what would drive a person to change their mind to actually learn about other people's experiences, Mm -hmm. you know, and I think about my own and a lot of it had to do with, I was, you know, this whole healing thing that I've gone through and realizing that I'm pretty sick of, was sick of myself, (laughs) like sick of the way that I was just Mm -hmm. constantly thinking about things one way. And I just knew that there had to be more out there, you know, something else for me, there had to be a different way of thinking. So that I think that that's one way people just kind of come up against a wall of themselves and realize that their lives just really aren't the way that they thought they should be. And so you Mm -hmm. consciously make decisions to search out other perspectives and other ways of living and other ways of relating to people. But mm-hmm. the other is, and I will say, I mean, school and being have, getting an education and having some of these classes, especially in psychology, anthropology, um, ethnic studies, right, are really eye-opening for understanding um, entire people's like culture and uh, connecting with uh, people's histories, right? And mm-hmm. and what they have gone through just here in America for as or United States as an example. And so I just think that that's just another way that people, you know, take an ethnic studies class and you're going to learn a lot about right. about, you know, a culture and a people that have suffered and endured endured horrendous, you know, atrocities. And yeah. I will say much of that personally has been shocking because I don't live in that world where that's part of my history. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not, unfortunately, you know, I'm just not uh, aware of that until I've taken these classes and I've done more research. And I think that that's one way that I have been able to build empathy mm-hmm. um, is just being more aware of what is fucking happening around me. Right. Well, and it'll help you. I mean, just learning about, you know, for example, if you take a Chicano studies course, learning about what one um, group of people Mm -hmm. might be going through is going to 
work on your empathy muscle to yeah. then be able to translate that or um what's the word I'm thinking of when you project not project in a bad way but when you are able to take one thing and then yeah you you kind of you see it in other areas right yes and so other groups of people with who maybe you didn't take a class about their specific um you know issues that they're facing you'll already have been flexing that empathy muscle and so then it'll be much easier to recall that and Mm -hmm. be like oh this is probably something that you're dealing with as well, or this might be some type of similarity and it's easier to, to just be more empathetic in general, if you start somewhere and start understanding something and it doesn't have to be this specific thing that we're talking about. No, no, those um, are just examples, right? Of current. Yeah. But I do think, yeah, I think it's like uh, critical skills, you know, thinking skills where, (laughs) If this is, if this is, if this is happening in this person's life, let's just say it's reason to believe that it is also happening in other people's lives. Like, and that's Mm -hmm. where it's not, it's not just a siloed event. Like if you can actually believe what people are saying about themselves and the experiences that they're going through, then you might actually start to think about like collectively, there are some things happening that just, you're just not aware of because of either where you live, uh, you know, what your background is, who your friends are. And, and it's, it's like, there's an entire world out there that I don't even understand. Right. I mean, I, I don't pretend to know everything and. Well, and that can help you too. learning about one thing, learning about a population of people that are, you know, have major concerns that they're facing and you learn these things that you didn't know. And then when you're talking to your spouse and maybe they don't fall into that category of Mm -hmm. person who would be going through that same thing, but they are acting in a way that might be different than how you would act for a certain situation, or they're, they're struggling with something that you weren't really understanding why it was such a struggle. You will more likely more easily be able to understand than what they're going through after learning about something that might be completely different, but it's still training your brain how to be more empathetic in general. And it might feel really specific at the time if if you are like, for example, taking a class about a group of people, but it it helps in all areas of your life, even if it's something specific that you start with and then it, your brain can help build from there. I agree. Wow. Yeah. That's a great point. Um, yeah, because I understand. I mean, I get that I'm kind of leaning toward, I think, more political things that I would like people to be, ha- you know, to have empathy about. But Which they just, should. Yeah, absolutely. And um, but in you know m- more one-on-one inf- or uh, relationships and things like mm. that, I think. Or even, I mean, even a little bit on social media, you know, there, Mm -hmm. there are some social media friends that, you know, do, and when I say social media friends, meaning I don't hang out with them, you know, this is just strictly social media, but I know who they are and, Mm -hmm. um, they put their heart out, you know, on social media posts. And I think I used to just like literally roll my eyes, but now I'm like, Mm -hmm. you know, like sometimes that is the only place somebody can, be uh vulnerable yeah and as strange as we all hate social media you know some sometimes that is the only place that people can 
um, be vulnerable because you are behind the typewriter, you know, the key, the typewriter, the keyboard, mm-hmm. and you mm-hmm. are, you know, behind the screen. But, and so it's kind of changed my perspective on that as well. Like when someone really puts it out there, I just like, I feel like, okay, this, not like this is a cry for help, but it's like, it is an asking for acknowledgement. Do you know what I mean? It's seeking out some sort of, yes, some sort of something that you need some sort of validation from some source because you're not getting it where in an actual healthy way. Yeah. Yeah. So I just think, go ahead. I was going to say, I'd also like to clarify. I um, definitely think that that there are a lot of people who need to have more um, empathy when it comes to um, politics or caring about groups of people that are different from them and all of that sort of stuff. But I think mm-hmm. that there's a lot of people who that feels very scary for them. Sure. And even though they, um, it, I think it's time for people to, to work on moving past that fear or work on moving through it and figure out why that might be something that feels scary and kind of look into that. Mm-hmm. But I, I think that in bite-sized ways, if you can start thinking about um, feeling empathy in you know, in bite-sized ways where it's easily applicable in, um, directly within your little universe that you have, and then it'll be easier to kind of grow bigger from there. So I just wanted to clarify that. (laughs) Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, and you remember before we decided to do this podcast, we talked about creating like a school. Yeah. I came across (laughs) it the other day when I was going through my my Google accounts. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, that is literally what, what we were talking about is, is educating people on differences and ways of thinking about how we participate in the world and how we can really connect with other things and people in a different way, really. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, we are brilliant, but anyway. Um, (laughs) so yes, so that, I mean, we've had those conversations about you know, creating kind of that pathway for people to be able to put their tippy toes in, into um, learning something new about other people or other situations or other cultures. Mm-hmm. And um, so I just think that's a great point that you make is that it, it, it sometimes probably feels like a fire hydrant to some people. And then yeah. you put the fear on top of that and it just becomes like, well, really then the wall goes up, right. To stop, just stop it all. Um, Mm. but yeah, if I, I mean, I would love to say to those that are listening and wanting, if you're wanting to do tippy toes, we would love to help you. Right. Megan. I mean, there's so many topics that we're interested in, um, sharing people in we're gentle and caring and and that's part of being you know having having empathy is that people who don't think like you and I but are interested in learning more like that's the safe place that we really wanted where we were coming from and kind of like Mm -hmm. what this podcast is I mean that's the whole point is to kind of tell people um a story and experiences that we have in our thoughts in a way that is it truly is safe mm-hmm. yeah right yeah please come to us if you have questions on oh, we were building how a to school. open your mind <laughs> we still that was will. our vision that was our we, vision yeah. we still can do that we just <laughs> decided let's start with a podcast yeah so I think we've uh not run out of empathy but I think we are <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, dad jokes. Um, but we are, uh, I think we're done. Yeah. Do you yep. have anything mm-hmm. else to add? I don't think so. Um, I think we teased a larger conversation that we could have for sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that, I think we covered it for a good, like starting point for how to, how to start working on empathy. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks everybody. Thank you for listening to this episode of Your Future Therapist podcast. If you'd like to reach co-hosts Kelly Newsom and Megan Lachowski, feel free to text them at 530-733-6400 or reach them by email at yourfuturetherapistpodcast at gmail.com. You can also slide into their DMs on Instagram, handle at yourfuturetherapist underscore pod. Make sure to like and subscribe and give us a five-star review on any of the streaming platforms you listen to this podcast on.